EHS on Tap. I'm your host, Jay Kumar, editor of EHS Daily Advisor. This week, I talked to Rama Srinivasan, CEO and founder of Blitz, about the benefits of remote video inspection. And now, on to the interview. I'm joined today by Rama Srinivasan, CEO and founder of remote inspection platform Blitz. Welcome to the program, Rama. Thanks so much, Jay. Great to be here and uh, looking forward to the chat. Yeah. Uh, so I guess to, to get started, uh, I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about yourself and about your company. Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm a scientist by training. I'm a chemical engineer. Um, I did my master's, my PhD, and spent a lot of time in academia, including a, uh, doing a postdoc. So um, and I, I'm primarily an experimentalist, so I've worked with equipment. I understand what it takes to troubleshoot or inspect or audit equ- equipment. Um, and um, it's during that experience that I actually uh, thought about Blitz, and uh, here we are today. And uh, that's that's a little bit about myself. <laughs> um, and yeah, was, tell me a little bit about Blitz and sort of you know what the uh, sure, sure. you know what the idea yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we um, Blitz is essentially a live remote video support and inspection platform. Essentially, any client, right, uh, with with uh, uh, with inspection need or a support need gets a link texted to their phone and then they're then connected with a technician who can help resolve the problem using live video um, and uh, as you can imagine the the uh, the space is heating up it's big um, there's lots of verticals uh, and including and safety is one of them so uh, that's that's what blitz does today and um, it excels at doing it very and with a very simple user interface that everybody gets and that's our claim to fame <laughs> okay um... So I guess, uh, first off, how can remote video yeah. support fit into a workplace safety program? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, there are three pieces that we've been working with uh, uh, towards uh, safety programs, right? One is you look at, a, look, look at an inspector, an auditor, or you, uh, somebody who has to go out to the field, um, and that gets uh, to, a, to a job site, for example, and he gets injured or... Uh, he's he's not well enough to make make the trip out. Um, they could use Blitz today to remotely provide that visual guidance or inspection, do their job remotely. Um, so that and and if it's if it's verifying somebody's safety procedures, they could have different tools, maybe even a headset for the person on site to walk them through every step um, of the safety procedure, and the remote expert can then. Um, can guide them and ensure that the safety procedures are uh, done to uh, done to spec. Uh, the second one is that is basically for training. You know, more experienced um, subject matter experts, safety experts can guide less experienced um, people on the field. So that was that's more of a training angle. And the third thing is there are lots of um, specific safety procedures uh, like uh, buddy checks, lock and tag out procedures, lock out and tag out procedures when, when you're trying to take something offline, um, high voltage equipment or or a pump, for example. Um, so there's very specific uses where you need to watch somebody lock out and tag out mm-hmm. or give them a buddy check and you can do that. Instead of having two vans drive down to the site, you can have one person go and the other person observes that over live video either through a headset or a phone or an iPad or, you know, or a tablet for that matter. So these are, these are some of the ways that we've been working with uh, to ensure safety in the workplace. Uh, great. Uh, and do you see this as 
sort of supplemental to existing sort of in-person inspections, or do you see it, or can it actually replace, um, you know, the in, the in-person inspection? I would see this uh, initially supplemental because you've got to gain um, the confidence of these inspectors. So I would say it's with what we're seeing is they're starting uh, to use it kind of in a uh, adjacent fashion, make sure that they somebody actually looks at it remotely and eventually they could even be, it could completely replace an on-site visit once once people understand you know all the different use cases but there are some places where you just can't do it remotely right where mm -hmm. you probably have to crawl or climb up things and um, uh, and it's kind of you know even if you have somebody on site there they might not be able to do what an inspector does right right which is who are the experts at crawling and climbing right so right. that's that's the place where you know you'd have to use it with care, um, and but there are places where it's a simple, straightforward inspection where the person on site uh, can just walk around with a phone, and the remote inspector can say, "Okay, stop there and take photographs and and make sure that everything's up to uh, the uh, spec, inspect, uh, safety spec, and uh, keep documenting it uh, remotely, and essentially save a big trip. Um, sometimes." Uh, these trips are very time consuming. Sometimes people get on fl planes to get there to drive long distances. So that's that's where we really have a, a great impact in reducing the carbon footprint and making it so much more efficient. And really the expensive subject matter experts or the inspectors don't have to, you know, drive from or fly from one place to another and to another place. They could all be centrally located and have remote people assistance uh, manning the sites or going to the sites and therefore using expertise more efficiently than uh, than before. Uh, I imagine you've probably seen uh, increased demand for your services uh, over the last two years with, you know, so many things going remote because of, because uh, of yes. COVID. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's, uh, it's um, we've been very fortunate to help people continue their work, maintain business continuity, and really, uh, take a lot of their plate, keeping them safe with social distancing without having to travel. It's kind of opened up their eyes to to this technology, right? I mean, ours is so simple. Imagine I just send you a link. You don't even have to download an app. Like, you know, for this meeting, I had to download GoToMeeting on my computer, <laughs> right? And, yeah. and uh, sorry, and it's, um, <laughs> no, no worries at all. No worries. I'm just saying that that's the state of the situation. Video calls. Um, uh, are are notorious. I mean, even uh, we've had companies switch from Zoom to us because to send somebody to the app store, remember the password, download an app, right, right. get in a login, and then start a video call itself is a big hassle for a lot of people, right? Especially for situations where you use it once, uh, especially the client uses it once every few few months or sometimes even years, whereas the inspector is more commonly using it, but the client just needs a text link. They click on it with Blitz. Uh, it's a Blitz link, and they click on it. Uh, SMS, um, and when they click on it, the uh, it immediately starts a video call over the browser, and you can augment it with uh, AR tools. Uh, you can point, circle, capture photographs remotely. So it's it's really really intuitive and simple to use. But you're absolutely right. COVID's been an eye opener for a lot of people to this technology. How long and how long has Blitz been around? 
this is the fifth year. Okay. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So you definitely had a couple of years of sort of, you know, growing and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, pandemic hits and, you know, I guess, yep. uh, things, did, did things start to take off a little more because just yes. because of that? Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. They definitely, we saw a big uptake in the technology, a lot more clients coming in, um, searching for, uh, terms like remote inspections, remote yeah. audits, remote, uh, customer support over video and yeah you bet <laughs> we got a lot of interest and it's been it's been good going since then so uh, i was wondering if you could sort of explain how it works like is it basically i know you kind of just yeah. told me about you know the links but yeah. uh you know are yeah. you linking to to somebody's phone and then they're, they're kind of they're kind of showing you using their phone like you know yeah. that's the video feed yes. or, okay exactly the phone's camera i mean you, there are multiple devices you can use pretty much any device that mm -hmm. can uh can that has a camera on it right so i could say you have an, a piece of equipment that needs to be inspected or uh trouble you know trouble shot for that matter mm -hmm. that's the right word um so you would uh if you you'd probably call a contact center of some sort or have it arranged um uh, ahead of time with an inspector at the time of the inspection they just send you a link an sms to your phone it could be your tablet as well through email you would get that link you'd click on it as you click on it it open up the browser right uh, on whatever if it's an android it you know be the chrome browser if it's a, a ios device it would be the safari browser and automatically start streaming from the camera you typically we start default on the back camera because you're looking at equipment not at faces but it can all be configured to the use case I mean, we have companies where they want to establish that face-to-face -face interaction trust first and then switch cameras to the equipment that's been inspected or or um uh you know troubleshot for that matter mm -hmm. so so that's it's really that simple really within a matter of seconds you can connect with anybody on the planet over a video call on their device of, of, of their choice even smart glasses for that matter um and, and i guess you know you could use it if you were a, a business that has you know multiple locations if you wanted to kind of literally do an inspection of the site just to make sure everything's up to snuff you would have somebody absolutely. there uh you know connect and, and show you around yeah 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 you're absolutely right there are a couple of different models you know we have clients who uh so clients uh the customers of ours who have their clients that need inspections done right so there are two ways of doing that inspection one is they have their inspectors centrally located and they have some local people say somebody in california a firm in california has clients in new york and they want an inspection done in new york they could they could have local people uh, in new york who walk to the client site um and do be the be the um hands for the person in california who's who the who, who's the real expert in, in, on that inspection mm -hmm. and they could walk around and the inspector in California could capture all the photographs to compile the report or, you know, sometimes if the inspection is simple enough, even somebody at the client site, it doesn't have to be the inspector's company, but somebody at the client site can hold the phone and walk around. So different models exist uh, depending on the relationship between the uh, inspector and the, and the client, uh, um, you know, that they're inspecting with. Um, so yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, pretty straightforward, easy to use. And you can even during an inspection, you can on the fly add other people on the call. Say they wanted um, 
a, a senior expert to come in or an insurance agent to come in or anybody on the planet for that matter to come in and participate in the inspection and say halfway through the call um, to give their expert opinion. Um, they could do that. So it's, it's really literally visual collaboration on the fly for equipment uh, and processes and, uh, and um, facilities for that matter. Right? So lot, lots of different use cases. And have you seen a lot of, you know, sort of, I know you said you've, this is sort of one, uh, one part of your business, the safety side of it, but have you seen a lot of, uh, uh, of increase just from, from companies looking to do those kinds of inspections and compliance, uh, you know, inspections and quality control, that kind of stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. We, we see it from all of the, the whole different set of verticals, right? From, from telco to construction to the utility space, uh, energy space, even you know, even other other uh, retail, uh, you know, like we have we have a client which does um, the uh, how a retail store is um, arranged. Somebody inspecting that remotely, mm -hmm. just to make sure everything everything like you know companies like where where they're arranging a piece of equipment on on the shop floor uh, or a retail outlet and how the signs, how the tags, how are the price tags, everything, how does it all look good? There's actually an inspection process for that. And that needs to be approved before they open it to public. Right. Right. So there's lots, lots of different use cases. Anytime you want eyes on the problem and you don't want somebody to go in, um, you can use our technology. I mean, it's you, you know, obviously, you know, we've, as we've talked, things have picked up during the pandemic at some point who knows when this thing is going to, you know, yeah. fade a little bit. Do you anticipate yeah. companies will stick with the remote or will they kind of go back to their old ways? Great question, Jay. Uh, we've seen um, a bit of both, you know, it's um, a lot of, lot of um, companies uh, like the savings that, they have seen because of the technology, the savings in travel, and it's, it's just phenomenal. Mm. Um, so they, they they actually stick with the new technology. Uh, occasionally, some some uh, and I, I you know I would say governmental um, uh, institutions like small cities and mm -hmm. counties who you, they tend to fall back into old ways because. You know, they're inspectors. They have a small team of inspectors who like to get out and get into the truck and drive. And sometimes old habits die hard. Right. And they come back and say, you know what? When we get our next batch of new inspectors, I think they'll be more ready. But the uh, the um, the more senior inspectors want to still continue doing what they want to do. So it's usually the uh, <laughs> the smaller governmental cities um, that have gone back to old ways. But they also come back once <laughs> once the restrictions tighten up again. But usually, ninety-nine percent of all the uh, uh, all the the enterprise companies we work with have just realized such big savings. You're talking about several hundred, hundreds of thousands of dollars a month in, in travel costs slashed, right? And they just they just don't want to do it any other way. Apart yeah. from remote. Uh, um, I was wondering, you know, from your point of view, is there a sort of a, you know, when you're doing a a remote video inspection as opposed to an in-person one. What, you know, is there, are there different things you look for? Is there a different way to approach it? Like how would you uh, like yeah. advise people who are doing this for the first time? Yeah, yeah. And that totally depends on the use case. Now, if you have a situation where 
you know, you've got to use all your senses, right? You want to be looking for signs. You want to be smelling if there's, you know, any 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 smell in the air, burnt burnt wire, for example, or fumes. Um, if you want to touch and feel stuff and feel the temperature. So, you know, a lot of these sensory inputs, those are more complicated and they would definitely need uh, someone to be on site, at least an assistant to be on site if the expert is remote, right? Because you're talking about a lot of tactile uh, right. and, and uh, you know, so that's, and those are, those are, there are cases where, where it's, you gotta be on site. There's no, no other way around it, especially if you want to crawl into small spaces and um, climb up, uh, you know, precarious ledges and stuff like that, or roofs, rooftops and all that. So you, you, you'd rather be uh, in a harness and climbing, but even there, right. If you have a, a trainee doing that same climbing, they could be guided remotely through a pair of smart, pair of smart glasses by a senior inspector from somewhere else. So that's one thing. But a lot of lot of uh, the other kinds of inspections, uh, which are you know like simple water heater inspections, simple, simple safety stuff, which which is there's plenty of that stuff that can all be done remotely. It's all just visual uh, information which a camera can pick up. And you you see it in a big screen in front of you. Oh, this technology is more than enough for that. Um, yeah, I, I, and I guess uh, there's another question. Oh, you know, I, you mentioned on your on your website, you know, the dangers of remote video inspections, um, where I guess right. you know it's not necessarily done properly. What are some of the things that you know you you kind of need to watch out for um, when it comes to remote video inspections? Yeah, I think, yes, uh, I think that was more to, you know, guiding people to pick the right kind of right. software. You know, so I always caution people uh, saying, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to make it cumbersome uh, to use, you know, download an app. Uh, it's it's just too uh, technology heavy uh, to use because if it's like that, then, you know, you're likely to make mistakes. I mean, you want it to be as simple as possible in terms of use, using the tool itself. And that's what we really pride ourselves on. Make it very simple. You connect, you look, you capture evidence, you, you, and it's all documented very seamlessly and effortlessly for all the users and the clients. So that's what I meant by, I think, I think you're referring to that section where you could, you could, you know, because you could tr force fit, try and force fit, um, because the technology is new and, you know, right. the top of the mind brands are all catering to, um, to uh, you know, companies like Zoom and Teams. They're all catering to, um, and they do a great job with meetings, right? Face-to-face -face right. meetings. Right. It's not that, right? So, and when somebody's looking for video, if you Google video and uh, you're not, you're going to stumble on those kind of platforms first because they just have much bigger marketing dollar for all the keywords. <laughs> Right. Right. right, and then you're trying to put those platforms into this specific use case, and that's where you can stumble pretty badly. Makes sense. Um, what are some future applications that you see for your product? Yes, so we do see an increased uh, uh, amount of augmented reality coming in, like measurement tools as you inspect so remote measurement tools with with augmented reality technology right so how can I, how can we quickly 
um, measure the distance between two machines, for example, as they walk from one machine to another, but without having to pull out a measuring tape and actually get them to measure it, right? So uh, measurement tools on augmented reality, um, things like um, IoT, combination of IoT with video. So can we pull in sensor information from these machines together with the visual input through the video and make real-time decisions on safety, on the operational efficiency of the equipment, things of that sort. So there's an IoT play there. Um, there's also uh, uh, the improvement uh, of uh, smart glasses. Today, smart glasses are definitely clunky and mm -hmm. they're not the easiest to use. So if you do, if you send out a junior technician with smart glasses, they're gonna, today they still struggle with the smart glasses, with what's, what's up there, because they, those, most of the smart glasses have, have to be, um, charged they have to be updated updated with software every now and then and that's another headache most of these guys want to throw the smart glass at the back of the truck and then when they need it they want to pick it up and just go with it instead they'll be like i don't they, they find it's out of charge they'll need a software update you know and they hate hate that kind of stuff right right so it's a lot more um a lot more that, that we could do in terms of improving the smart glasses and we're working with good partners uh, but our Technology still is, um, is 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 focused on making that experience very seamless as the smart glasses get easier to use as well. So those are some of the three, some of the some of the future work that we're working on um, with um, with with our product. How how far off do you see those kinds of innovations? Very very soon. I mean we're. Um, we're already working with companies who are using smart glasses, and we're giving them we've given them a beta uh, product uh, with a partner uh, who's got who's got smart glasses that does not need to be charged or uh, needs a software on it. It does. It's just hooked to the phone, and the phone does all the heavy lifting. Mm -hmm. So it's just a matter of connecting it to a phone, and the phone gets that text message, starts the video call, except that the video stream is coming from the glasses, which is powered by the phone. Hmm. That's so much easier to use than a, a, a glasses with its own power and own software. Yeah, I guess that's one way of uh, getting, you know, yeah. sort of bypassing that problem, right? Right, 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 exactly. I mean, it, these a lot of these smart glasses are pretty um, great to look at, and they feel like a great piece of technology, but here's an example where you know, too much technology can complicate uh, the user experience. So you want it to be as simple as possible. So less is more uh, in this situation. Yeah, because like, that, uh, that seems to be this, the main yeah. selling point is just keeping it seamless and simple and kind of just, you, yeah. you know, you connect and it's it's working. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Don't overcomplicate it. I mean, most people, even if you hand them an SLR, a digital SLR, they're just still going to point and shoot in the automatic right. mode. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, um, so again, these the inspectors are experts in inspections, not at photography or video videography. Right, right. <laughs> well, Rama, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. This has been uh, very, uh, very interesting. Thank you, thank you so much for your time. Uh, I really appreciate it, Jay, and I look forward to, uh, you know. Uh, learning more about uh your from 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 your other podcasts i've been kind of trying to follow that as well so thank you for your time i appreciate it all right thanks that wraps up episode 95 of ehs on tap you can find more information about the show and listen on demand episodes at ehsdailyadvisor.blr.com 
You can subscribe to the show on SoundCloud, Amazon Music, Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and I hope you join me next time.